0: Welcome to the Cocoa Express Network, talk radio that informs, talk radio that inspires, talk radio that enlightens, talk radio for us all. to the Cocoa Express Show Network. I am your host, Aurelia Lyles, and I am super excited about today's show. Um, I had the pleasure of attending a film festival last month, and I learned a lot. So, and what I've learned was that we have to continue to learn and grow. Now, this evening's guests are an amazing trio. These filmmakers have backgrounds that tell an even more amazing and interesting story, just like the, the short film that they've created called Zara and the Oil Man. We're going to have the opportunity to learn more about the short film, the short film process, the creator slash writer and co-producers, Yusuf Mays and Paulette Jones, Ms. Paulette Jones and Ms. Hakima Benjamin. I had the pleasure of meeting Ms. Jones and Ms. Benjamin at the Newark International Film Festival um, that was hosted by Mr. Kenneth Gifford. And if you've never attended a film festival, you have got to go, especially if you're a film enthusiast and you have aspirations to become a filmmaker. This is where you learn how to hone in your talents. You learn what you need to do. And there's so much more that you can learn there. As I said earlier, it's a place where you can learn and grow. Now, I've said more than enough, um, and I would like us to just get started with this evening's show. So, please allow me the opportunity to bring to you um, Yusef Mays, Ms. Paulette Jones, and Ms. Hakima Benjamin.
2: Hello. 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 Hi, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. Is everyone here and accounted for? Can you hear me? Uh, yes. yes.
3: Okay, yeah, this is Hakima, <laughs> and that's Ms. Okay. Paulette. Okay, yeah. Hi, how
0: are you? Hi, hi. We have a, a third person on there, or, Hakima, we have you twice.
3: Oh, you do? I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure why. Um, This thing is yeah, acting okay. a little. <laughs> we just it's waiting okay. for
2: Seth. Yes, yes. Seth, should well, um, be coming on.
0: Okay, great. Well, how are, how are each of you this evening?
2: Doing great. We're, uh, we're excited. We just finished um, filming, and so um, we've been in post-production, and Youssef has been editing. So he's probably uh, coming in from the editing suite, so he should be joining us shortly.
0: Okay, great. That is excellent. You know, I would like to thank each of you for coming on the show because this is just, for me, it's an amazing – I'm excited. I'm just going to put it that way. I'm excited because I am a film enthusiast, and I love to know more about the process. And what it takes, and how did you come into doing all of this? And you know, who you know, the concept for the story and, and the messages that it's sending. I know I'm hitting you with a whole bunch of stuff, but we're gonna do it. <laughs> we're just gonna do a little at a time um, in the time that we have. So, we're gonna start off with you, Miss Jones. You have an amazing career um, under your belt. I mean, you have your life is a testament and a story in itself.
2: <laughs> well, thank How you been I mean, saying that. Oh, <laughs> but um, yes, I've I've been blessed to be able to um, be exposed to the arts and be involved with various different aspects of the arts, and I I, I consider that just a blessing, and even now getting an opportunity at 69, but joining up with some talented young uh, producer like Akima uh, Benjamin, who's doing uh, stage plays and writing stage plays, and Yusuf May and Aaron Melvin, who wrote this beautiful story of Zara and the Um there Before this film, Zara and Allman, the they wrote another film called Driver that was in the first NORCA international film festival. Okay. And it was a, it was an amazing story and I had the opportunity to see it and I was so thrilled when um uh, Youssef and Aaron invited me to be a part of this production.
0: Oh great, excellent. Now you know, you've seen the the industry make twists and turns and, and leaps yeah. and, 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 and dives, you know, and How has that affected your ability to be so relevant and consistent?
2: You know, right now, we are living at a time that for artists, for people who are creative, this is a great time because we have the Internet. You know, it it has become a a life source for creative people who would have problems maybe 20 years ago getting their – Th- their ideas and their inspiration to surface and to be noticed, you know, mm-hmm. like, like your show, being able to have a, a platform like this wasn't available maybe 30 years ago. And so That's I really think cool. this is a very exciting time for us, uh, you know, as artists and the ability for, um, even doing films, short films, and be able to tell stories on the backdrop of my city that I love to death is, you know, Brick City, Newark. Mm -hmm. Um, With the the ability that what's happening now in our community with the urban area, the uh, art growing and becoming a vital part of the lifestyle here in the urban city of Newark and Jersey City and Patterson and Plainfield all over. So we are in a very exciting time as far as dealing with the arts. Now, Ms.
0: Benjamin. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it, you know, it was I know how say my name. <laughs> Excuse me? I just love how you say my name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, you too. You've been you've been in the game a while yourself. You started out as a kid wanting to tell stories. I mean, where did that come from, and and, and how has it changed your life, and and what made you, what compelled you to start your own production company?
3: Um, it started off as a, experiences as a, as a child. You know, growing up in foster care system. And um, now being a, a social worker myself, dealing with the same um, kids that, you know, other people had to deal with uh, when I was growing up, just watching and uh, seeing all of this stuff come to fruition in regards to people's lives, how they transform from being one person to growing up, maturing, and being another person and just watching their stories and just, you know, just writing it and just writing about, you know, uh, different experiences from my childhood because, you know, I experienced a lot as a kid and as an adolescent and a young adult. So uh led me to want to just tell my stories and put it out there and show people, okay, it's more about Hakima. It's more about our community that you know of that you don't know of but you should know. Mm-hmm. So why not put it out, you know, on stage, in theater, let people see it, you know, act it out in a dramatic form. So, you know, just my life experiences and other people's life experiences, you know, encouraged me to step out on faith and and, and 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 take this take this jump. And I'm I'm glad that I met Miss Paulette because Miss Paulette is amazing. And I tell you, she's like an amazing person. I told her, "I'm your adoptive daughter."
1: <laughs>
3: so you yes, know, she, she she she's showing me a lot. She's teaching me a lot, and I'm very very grateful for that. And like with Youssef, I've known Youssef for so long. I already I already saw all of his talents. I saw exactly this is his passion. This is what he really wanted to do for mm. so long. So just to see it, you know, on, on camera. Just to see his, you know, how hard he works, you know, to get it put out there. You know, it it amazes me. That's another story too. Miss Paulette has a story. (laughs) Oh my God, we're gonna make Miss Paulette. We're gonna do a documentary on Miss Paulette. (laughs) Um,
0: definitely, because I'm as I'm reading her bio, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, Jackie Wilson, oh my God. (laughs) Yes. uh, Yes. He was
2: my he was my uh, a godfather and he was very influential in the, uh, as far as the music industry that I took I started through the path for um, managing and even writing for a, a local newspaper at the time at a teenage, at a 18 years. It's
0: just amazing, amazing Now, I know Youssef is not with us um, to join, hasn't joined us yet, and I'm so curious as to the concept of this story because, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a um, father daughter story. And there's so many other messages within what little I saw on the, um, the, the the trailer. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I was just like, I just want to know so much so much more about this because it's just in today's movement, you know, where women are now having a voice and having an opportunity to stand up yeah. and be tall, um, this particular type of movie just hits home to that that same message, and I'm just curious to find out more about the story.
2: Yeah, well, this particular story, and I guess the best person to tell it is Aaron and, and Youssef. but the, what really captured my heart about the story is that Again, it embraced what you said, dealing with female power, young you know, youth entrepreneurship, literacy um, on a backdrop of a city, and, and also showing that, um, that that entrepreneur spirit is not something that you have to wait to get to develop. But having it in the young- uh in a young age and showing um zara her her ability of being able to uh see what uh, she needed to do to assist her dad and mm-hmm. her uh, her just the whole vibe that um Youssef Created around this character. She's very strong, and Megan, who plays that character, Ma- Megan Hackett, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. Um, also, Brian, who plays the father. Both mm-hmm. of these characters, both of these people came in and took the role and brought life to it.
0: Wow. Interesting. Oh, I think he's with us now. Let me bring him in.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> Hello, Yusuf.
4: Yes. Yes, you can hear me.
0: Yes. Yes, I can.
4: Okay. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Sorry for the uh, tardiness. Apologizing kids. Apologizing. No.
0: No worry right. because you know we we've been in conversation. And um I'm glad that you were able to join us and thank you for being on the show this evening. I would like to say that first. And um we were talking about the 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 story itself. So I was told that you would be the okay. best person to tell us the concept, the creative concept of the story and how did you come up with this concept?
4: Okay, okay. Um I can y'all can hear me clear, right?
1: Yes, yes. most definitely.
4: Okay. okay. Oh well, all right. So we started the con. Well, uh, the con. Well, the stories are in the oil man is about a Muslim oil merchant and his daughter, and uh, she she feels like she could save her father's business. A Muslim oil merchant is someone who sells uh, Muslim care products such as uh, in- incense, soaps, uh, lotions, and um, it's pretty. I guess it's a pretty uh a normal trade for someone in the north. Uh, downtown business area uh, for African American. Um, so, and so the story revolves around his father and daughter um, learning each other um, because, at the center of it, it really is a father and daughter story. And, and it's about, it's really about how you get to a point as a parent where you realize that your child, not that your child is the teacher, but the experience of being a parent is the is the best teacher that you can ever have you know and so and so that's the that's the the messaging around the story
0: okay, okay. and this story the concept of the story came from personal experience or just you being in the community and, and witnessing things
4: So yes um, what 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 created what inspired the story I once uh, saw one day saw a uh, a Muslim oil merchant and he was pulling his oil, his oil cart which, you know, basically where they store their products um, like soaps and oil and, and his daughter was sitting on top of the oil cart while he was pulling it. And so, it, it, you know, it just caused me, the image in itself was striking and uh, it caused me just to ask a few questions, like it just sort of stuck with me. Um, first, you know, first this, to see this African-American Muslim father and daughter, and then to ask like what you know what is their day like if this if this father regularly brings his daughter with him while he sells from his oil cart um you know what 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 is their day like how long have they been walking um so it was those so it was those sort of like questions and then you know and then the uh the guts or the strength that it took uh you know to basically take your you know like i like I think I said before. You know, take your daughter or take your child to work day is cute for those who work in an office, right? But this is a guy bringing his daughter, to, his child to work outside and where he, he may walk long distances in order to, in order to make money. And so, so that experience in itself, I felt like was something worth writing about and, and really creating a story around.
0: That is amazing that you created this story based on that one experience. You're a genius. Yes,
1: yeah. uh, <laughs>
0: yes. yes he is. <laughs> now, how did you get into film? What 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 was your inspiration? What propelled you into this particular line of work?
4: Well, I'm a I'm a writer first, a short story writer. Like I've been been a writer since uh since I was middle school, and so um uh, so yeah, so I was I was really focused on uh you know through college the the short the short story um form um and so school i was working at the time they had uh purchased some film equipment to kind of like teach some teach teach kids like we had uh i was teaching at a at risk basically an alternative school and so and so i started playing around with the equipment and uh and once I you know I got over the technical side of of filmmaking like I really I really was in love with it because um I also also I don't call myself a visual artist I, I know how to draw like I was a kid that teenage you know that could draw portraits and things as like such but I never try to pursue it professionally but so that aspect of me being a writer and and also having a visual eye um you know, once I saw, uh, like I already had that knack, and so, so once you know, once I picked up the camera, or start learn how to edit, it was already there. You know.
1: Mhm. Okay.
0: So.
4: so.
1: No.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: No, no, that's it. That's it.
0: Okay. Well, okay. Now, having that in mind, um, and maybe some of my my listeners don't understand the the short film. Um, process okay. what is it like because a short film you tell an amazing story in such a, a short amount of time how mm-hmm. do you do it can you explain that process to, to to my listeners to our listeners
4: um how what how to shoot a short film or
0: well how did the, the short film process because like I said you have this amazing story that you can tell in such a short period of time but I know yeah. that it doesn't start out as such a short
4: story. It starts out as a big story that you make short, correct? Yeah. Well, and yeah, it depends on, it it depends on the story. Um, Like certain for me. So, so this Zara and the Oil Man is a, is a short film. It's big. It's part of a bigger collection of, of, of films that I, I, um, I have in my repertoire that are kind of that same theme. but the story of a, of a Muslim oil merchant and his daughter um all it could for me it to me that's a short film although someone another writer might say you know i can make that into a feature like for me Mm -hmm. i think i think the best everything has its uh you know depending on the story has it like uh what's what's the best uh aesthetic to to execute this in? you know Mm -hmm. like uh you know beloved for tony morrison beloved that story about a a woman killing her children like that's a novel, you know what I mean? And so I think, I think it really depends upon the story, you know, how much, how much needs to be said determines whether it's going to be a feature length film, a short film, or, you know, maybe a novel because novels have, you have a lot more, you know, leeway to like, you know, really tell the story. So, so I, I really, de- I think it, it depends upon the story, if that makes sense.
0: Yes it does. It really does. Now, for those who don't know, how how long is a short film before it becomes not a short film?
4: Well, so some festivals um, some festivals like uh when intern they say like 40 minutes and under. Mm-hmm. Uh that's like a short film. However, you know, I learned that, you know, the best in order for the film to be uh to best have a festival run, it should be under twenty minutes, mm-hmm. like it's you know it's best to try to capture a film a short film under twenty minutes if you wanted to compete in festivals but mm-hmm. um but yeah, short films you know they say under forty minutes is a short film
0: okay now, how did you all come together
4: oh uh so. Oh me, uh, so uh, Miss Paulette. Miss Paulette, uh, she came in on co-producer last year because we were supposed to shoot this film last year, actually, last summer. And so I met I met Miss Paulette through Professor Wager at um, Essex County College. And um, and so she, you know, Miss Paulette's a Miss Paulette's a gem in the North Arts, like you know, one of those you know who've been here for a long time in Northern for a long time and. And I, I'm so, uh, honored to have her on our team and just, you know, just amazed at, at her, her wisdom and experience. Um, and Hakima Benjamin, my uh, friend, you know, we've, we, we've been friends for a long time. So she came on, you know, she got some projects she's working on. And so I needed her project management style and, you know, and so she came on just, you know, this summer. And, um, and from there we just been, uh, you know, you've just been, just been pushing the film, getting it done. Mm-hmm.
1: So
0: I understand if film is done, you're just in post-production at this time?
4: Yes. Yes.
1: Excellent. Yes, well, yes, for yes.
0: those who don't know what post-production is, that means that now you're going through it and you're making final cuts and edits um, along that way. Am I correct?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edit, edit, making, edit. I'm, I'm going to the studio now to uh, continue to edit edit sound, you know, uh, getting the soundtrack together. Mm-hmm. So all the things that makes the, makes the film, all the departments, you know, really uh, all these other, you know, these, uh, this one, this one makes a film really. It's the editing.
1: Mm-hmm. You
4: know, they said this third, this the third phase of writing the story. And so depending on what footage you got, that's the story you got to create out of it. You mm-hmm. know, so, you know, ain't no need to be uh, upset. What <laughs> did it's 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 you got? You better go make a story out of it, and, and I'm, I'm loving how it's coming out so far. So I'm real grateful.
0: Oh, excellent! Now, how is it for each of you? How is it making a film in the city that you love so much? How is that being on the streets with the people? How does that feel to you?
2: You know it's it's been really it's been a great feeling for me because I've been involved with other film projects, but we shot in New York, we or music videos that we did, you know, elsewhere. But to be shooting in the streets of Newark, Newark is has a different vibe, a different beat than any other city, and it's people. So to capture that on film, to be able to present it as a piece of art it's been, it's, it's a blast. It's really been great. Excellent.
0: And Ms. Benjamin. Oh yes. How has has it been for you um, working on this process and working in, in Newark, you know, in the city that you, you know, you call home?
3: Uh, It it was amazing. I mean, I, I, I loved it. I mean, the people, and I think the, The the people, the everyday consumers that would go shopping, they were so fascinated by it. I mean, people would pull out their cameras and start videoing or they'll come up to us and ask us what's going on. And some of them stand on the side and watch as Brian and Megan will be doing their thing. And like, so it was fascinating just to watch them be fascinated, you know, what was going on. So I had fun. I had a ball.
0: That's good. That's really good. And I know Youssef, you are enjoying this because you are a Native and have the opportunity to portray the stories, as you would call it, the the brick people stories.
1: Yes. That's an yes. amazing
0: thing to do. That is just an amazing thing to do because you're telling our story our way.
4: Yes. Yes. No, man, no, no, no. You know, it's an honor. It's an honor. Especially, especially to all like uh for me to give nuance to the things that aren't um you know aren't represented mm-hmm. that doesn't you know that I feel like you know we're always misrepresented in in film and media right and so to get the opportunity to focus specifically on uh on a maybe a different lens of how how we perceive things or how you know because some like I feel like uh like my favorite show is the wire and you know uh the wire was able to you know like you know the drug game is a is a um it's definitely an evil uh is an evil entity however you know the wire was you able to see the uh the human side of a drug dealer or 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 of a a drug addict you know what i mean and so Mm
1: -hmm.
4: i think um i think it comes with great responsibility to you know, um, to be able to be a filmmaker and be able to present this other, these other narratives, um, and, 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 you know, and to execute it, uh, you know, I I feel really honored and I'm grateful for Express Nork and Nork Arts Council. And, you know, basically everyone who, who assisted me in helping making, bringing this project to fruition. Um, I feel honored, you know, I really feel, really feel honored and grateful.
0: Great now, I know that you know when we endeavor into different things um it changes who we are as a person, and we learn and grow from it. This process working on this film um how has that changed each of you has what significant change have you felt while working on this project?
4: Um, uh I go for um, so for me, for me, it is. It has been, um, because filmmaking is definitely not for uh, someone who uh, it's it's not a lot of glitz and glam. At least this part, you know, like this has mm-hmm. definitely have been one of trial and error, you know. Because um, we were supposed to make the film last year, and you know, it helped me see like time is never. Time is never uh, a bad thing. You know, if you get if you get more time on a project, it's only gonna make it uh better. And mm-hmm. so and so the slow process of you know, of like we were supposed to make the film last year, we didn't you know, um didn't have any money. Then um a producer, Rodney Gilbert, he was a producer on the film, uh one of the North you know, Nork's icons, like he died, he passed away you know, uh, in November, you know, while we still still planning for the film. And and so, you know, my main thing was to make sure that I keep the ball rolling and that, you know, as a producer and filmmaker that everyone, you know, you got to go out there first. And even if you don't see anything, even if you don't see the light in the, in the tunnel, like it was about just going out there, believing in the story and still making it work and believing in myself that, that I'm supposed to do this. And, and, you know, and we were able to raise, you know, up to $7,000, um, through our GoFundMe campaign. And then we got a grant from Rutgers North, you know, to help, you know, help us really complete the project. And, you know, so, so it it showed, it showed me that, that, you know, you don't really, you really don't stop, you know, you don't stop. As long as you don't stop, you're going to complete the film. You know what I mean you're not going to complete the film if you stop, you know, and so the main thing is is don't stop no matter what like you know figure out figure out how how we're gonna shoot on Sunday, even if it's raining like, It it rained it rained every it rained mostly every day we
1: shot You know what it mean? so, so
4: And so like you no, know, we're gonna go out there and we're going- to sh- we're gonna wait for the rain to stop and we're gonna get our gear out and shoot and and that's what we did, you know that's what we did. We so we still went out there when it was raining, waited for some rain, and then when it started raining again, you know, it was like, all right, pack up, or you know, so it was, it was definitely one of like a lot of uh turmoil, but 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 it really, you know, I feel like I feel like that means that it's, a diamond is going to come out of this, yeah, <laughs>
0: okay. And how has it changed, um, you ladies?
3: Um, well, for me, um, it changed on how I looked at uh, um, individuals. Like I saw with the cast and crew, a lot of passion and consistency. And when you make it any type of film whether there's a short documentary or, or, or a feature, you have to have passionate people and everything has to be consistent, you know, and if you don't, get that, you know, it's it's not going to be a, a, a good film. So I saw that, and that inspired me more to to want to continue to, you know, work on uh, any type of projects you said have, and, you know, motivated me to, to step up my game with my projects as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, how,
2: how it affected me was that it reaffirmed the about the people here in the in the city When we were out there filming So many people would stop and watch And they would ask questions And they wanted to be involved Or they were supportive And I saw that it, art is a universal language You know, it, it impacted me that way That we were able, not just um, all nationality
1: mm-hmm.
2: we, You know, we were impacted by how they saw it and they viewed it, and how they uh, supported and celebrated us to go forward. And interesting enough, that they wanted to see a positive film because this is a positive film. And you know, a lot of time um, we are giving. Uh, you know, we think that the public only going to see all the violence and the, you know, the negativity, but. Just yes, knowing about and hearing about the story, people were celebrating the fact that it was being done. That's
0: amazing. That's excellent. Now, um, once the film is completed, where will we be able to see it?
4: So, if,
1: oh, you
0: said I think I saw, we lost
1: you.
2: I don't know business. how. Yeah. I, I about, um, Film festivals,
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We are planning to, uh, hopefully, in the the beginning of the spring of next year, you'll see uh, the Zara and the oil man. Um, so that's the first route that we're going to be taking. In. And um, probably later down the line, it might be some private screening. And mm-hmm. if that happens, we're definitely going to invite you to come oh, out. I would
0: love. Oh, most definitely. I would come out for that. I want to see the. <laughs> the whole film I'm like it's so interesting <laughs> I mean the, part, the, re, the parts of it that really got to me was be, you know being that it's a film that deals with the Muslim community and you know the role mm-hmm. that women play in that community and how this young lady kind of like steps out of that stereotype and
2: exactly
0: and she she's showing herself to be you know independent and resourceful but not forgetting that she's still, you know, I'm still a girl who has these responsibilities. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. you
2: know something else? And that's another thing when you were saying about what impacted us or or, um, made us see things differently, because we were able, when we are doing this film, we were able to sit down and have dinner with some Muslim women who were doing amazing things. They, they, They were entrepreneurs. And, yeah. and they're doing, uh, uh, um, their children are doing amazing things, art authors. You know, they're writing at age 10 and 12 years old. Um, so, yeah. I
0: think that you I think sometimes
2: we, oh, uh, okay, wow. great. Yeah. Uh, so, you oh, know, wow. going back to what you were saying, that we've been hearing, you know, um, not the, the that culture of uh, um, Muslim women not being able to voice their vo- um, voices and be recognized—it's not true. From some of the people that we were fortunate to meet, yeah. like Leila Muhammad and uh, and some other amazing women.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always this, uh, this, um, you know, these, these myths that go around. I mean, there there is there are some women, of course, being oppressed, you know, but that that's not the standard, you know. Like, like some women, you know, we, of course, we need some women that are strong and they ain't gonna take that stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. uh, so that it's always debunking these myths around like who Muslim women are and who they are to their community. You know, I think I think I think that's what the film is doing as well is it's tearing away like, you know, because people are ignorant and they always think like, oh, you know, because uh, because this woman is Muslim, that she's being oppressed and that, you know, not saying that there aren't women being oppressed in any. Basically in society, period. But, you know, that that's not the case for for this community. You
2: know, all the time. And this particular story highlight our uh, African American Muslim yep. life that normally yep. don't have an opportunity to, you know, to be featured or shown. But the story could be any, it, it, it's just it could be anybody, any father and daughter. Yeah.
0: yeah. Of yes, indeed. Indeed. And I saw that as well, you know, it's just really interesting to, you know, the trailer just shows, you know, the dynamics between a father and daughter, how he's trying to teach her, and how she's forming her own, he's telling her something, but she's also forming her own perception of what he's saying. And that's what I found really interesting as well. So yeah. now, um, what other projects are each of you working on, and how can we keep track of you guys to know, you know, you know about the different projects you're working on?
4: Well, so right now, so right now we're working on those are in the oil man. It's part of a bigger project called Brick People,
1: and so mm-hmm. we're,
4: you know, we're, we're in the process, and, uh, just in the Fundraising process and really just kind of getting it together, uh, but really just focused on Dar. Well, we really focused on Dar and how to how to get this, uh, you know, the best.
0: Fundraising for this, and um, if if anyone was interested in donating to help with the fundraising efforts, how would they be able to do that?
4: They could go to uh, Zara, you know, www.zaraandoyouman.com, and they can make okay. their donation. Yeah.
1: Um, we also
4: we're also selling t-shirts uh, for those that donate 25 dollars. $25, get a Zara and the Oyoman t-shirt, real graphic. Dope t-shirt. So please, please make your, you know, make your contribution. You you won't, um, you won't, you won't regret it. Like it's it's definitely a dope film, dope story that that the community is behind.
2: Also, you know what? I when you were asking the other future things that's going on. we're planning. You, said, ex, you could elaborate about the tour that we're going to take Zara to different schools and oh, uh,
4: oh, the community. So, so part of the uh, um, part of the grant for Express North is to have these community screenings, where where the film can be uh, uh, a teaching mechanism for all the issues that the film covers. You know, are Muslims in film like you know, in the myths. Around um, what, what uh, the media uh, basically um, narrates about people, um, so so we'll be having a screening, like specific screening around that. Also, black girl uh, in, in entrepreneurship. Uh, so so we'll have like a uh, few community screenings specifically tailored to to the issues tied in the film to con to, kind of, to uh to to be sort of an advocate of uh, where the film the film is a, is an advocate for these social issues and um and we can start to really um uh have a, more of a dialogue or a, or a healthy debate around you know around these specific issues around north you know the you know how north is evolving and where is where's the vendors you know the uh the vendor like the the muslim vendor place and it's involved in this involvement north, you know? And so mm-hmm. so those are the uh those are the goals that we'll be having for for two
1: thousand nineteen.
0: Oh, excellent. And Ms. Benjamin, what projects
3: are you working on? <laughs> um, well of course I'm still gonna be, you know, um with mm-hmm. Tara and um I'm just uh just working on my future stuff, you know, as far as like the stage plays and things, but that's not even
1: Little ways to go, you know. Right okay. now, we're just gonna, you know, trying
3: to, you know, promote Laura and, and, and get her festivals,
0: you know. Yes, I understand. Now, I have to tell you that I am just so honored to have each and every one of you on the show this evening, and you have taught me um, a lot. And I always ask my guests to leave one last um nugget for them so that it's something they can hold on to um that would help them I guess move forward in whatever it is that they're they're thinking about doing. So I'm gonna ask each one of you to do the same.
4: Um, <laughs> a gold nugget like something <laughs> like oh, okay, okay. Go
1: ahead, go ahead. Me. Ooh.
4: Uh, so, so I think, I think, uh, my gold nugget is believe in yourself. Like if you, if you have a dream, um, God don't, God don't, my God, God, I believe in not going to, uh, everybody wants money. Right. But like God, not going to you money. He's going to give you an idea to possibly make money or, you know, or give you a, uh, give you an assignment. And I think, I think that, uh. Most difficult uh, part that, that um, at least I have in, in, uh, in making sure that in executing the dream is taking taking it slow, taking you know taking your time and really uh, no matter what, just putting yourself out there because it's not gonna you know it's not gonna it's not gonna write itself. Or if you got you know if you got a story, it's not gonna write itself. If you got a film, it's not gonna film itself. Like you're gonna do it. You have to do it. And so you, but you have to, you have to put yourself out there, believe in yourself, and even, and be willing to make, be be willing to make a mess. You know, be willing to make a mess. <laughs> like you know, don't don't be uh don't be afraid to make mistakes. Because um, my first film was terrible. I would never show it to nobody.
3: I <laughs> I I'm telling you. Once we, once we tweak it, once we tweak it, it's gonna be amazing. He
1: thinks it, it was, was but I saw it, it
3: and it was not. It was terrible. <laughs> no, it was really no. terrible. What
1: was that? No, i never...
4: but, but it showed me a lot. It showed, it showed me how um, how difficult film is because you have to be a team. You have to like people. It's a team. Like you just can't make a film by yourself. So you like people are gonna ride your energy. You know your crew is gonna ride your energy. Your cast gonna ride your energy. And so even if you don't believe in yourself, you just got to go out there and act like you better, you better act like you believe in yourself because
1: <laughs> you know
4: they, they're waiting for you. So
1: okay.
0: Okay. Um Miss Paulette, what words of wisdom do you would you like to share with our um, Well, I like
2: to share is that it's never too late to do anything. You know, you if you have a vision or dream, go for it. Don't put a time limit on what you're going to do. Um, and believe in yourself. You have to, for you to be successful, you have to find, believe in yourself. Don't take no as a final answer. Those are the things that I've I've uh, always lived my life by, and, and it's been a blessing for me someone that told me that when I was a teenager and no doesn't mean that it's, you know, no just means mean temporary. You you can wear them out until they say yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Last up, Ms. Benjamin.
3: (laughs) Well, um, I would say uh, don't ever allow anyone to tell you what you're doing is is, is is not believable, okay? You can't do it because you can do it, you know, no matter, mm-hmm. like Ms. Paulette say, no matter how many knows you get, no matter, no matter how many doors close on you, you can still do it. You're going to lose supporters, unfortunately, um, because people are going to think, that oh, you just living a dream. Oh, you're going to go anywhere with that. You know, don't believe that. And get yourself a mentor. You have to get a mentor that mentor is going to keep pushing you and pushing you and motivating mm-hmm. you you know, to keep going and going and going. But don't ever allow anybody to say uh, that you can't do it because you can. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Great. That is excellent. Excellent. I thank each and every one of you. Um, I've said this before for coming on the show. I thank you for your time. I thank you for sharing your interest, your passion and the story behind the story, which is just amazing because, oftentimes we don't get the opportunity to know who the people are who are creating these, these amazing things that we are experiencing or looking at or listening to. And I think that makes it, it makes us feel even more connected to the things that we, we see, feel, touch, and taste when we know a little bit more about the people creating it. And you've given us an opportunity to really get to know who you are and how you do what you do. And we thank you.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank,
3: you thank you for having us. It was such a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, 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 thank you.
0: Thank you.
1: Thank
3: you. So you,
0: thank you. You are welcome to come back at any time. So you just you know, hit me up and let me know, and I would love to have you back again. Great.
2: Okay. Okay. Have a good well, night. night. You okay. now become official one of the Zor, part of the Zor family. Oh, the- thank
1: you. <laughs> feel special (laughs) (laughs) gotta get
0: so um, I'll keep in contact with you and like I said whenever you have some more um, interesting information you want to share in regards to Zara and the Oilman or some of your other projects please just let me know and you can come on the show and you can share it with the listeners
1: okay thank you thank you
0: you. you're welcome so have a great night great night Okay, okay you too Okay. All right, good night. Good night. Good night. So, good night. so everyone, that was the team for um, Zara and the Oil Man, which is, um, as I told you, I went to the film festival and I got to um, see and learn and meet new people and make a lot of amazing um, contacts, and this is part of that. And what I would like to share with you, which is exactly what they are saying, and I've said this to you time and time again, believe in yourself, follow your dreams. Don't try to follow somebody else's because their goal, their destiny, their plan, their assignment on, on the planet is different than yours. So you got to really just believe in yourself. And first and foremost, take care of yourself because if you don't take care of you, you will not be able to take care of anybody else or do the amazing things that you are planned for in this universe. And on that note, I'm going to go, and we will be back again. I've had amazing, an amazing time. I want to thank the team of Zara and the Oil Man um, for joining us. That's Yusuf Mays, Miss Paulette Jones, and Miss Hakima Benjamin. Thank you all, and have a good night. <laughs>
2: McDonald's chicken isn't just any chicken. It's delightfully crispy, yet tender and juicy. You know, it's chicken worth crossing the road for. And now you can get some of McDonald's delicious chicken for less, like our classic McChicken sandwich for $1, or our six-piece chicken McNuggets made with all-white meat chicken for just $2. Get yours now on McDonald's $1, 2 $3 menu. Price and participation may vary. It cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.